We have an incredible show for you, my my fellow uh, 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 mate here, Mr. Romberg, my fellow man, man, the man man. of man, uh, (laughs) Mr. Romberg to my side and really a great show with you. You've you've seen him on Screwball. You've you've heard all about the Biogenesis, uh, you know, event that occurred down here with his business, Biogenesis and A-Rod and Major League Baseball. And so he's with us now to tell us more about it. Uh, Mr. Tony Bosch, Tony. Hey, guys, how are you? Thank you for having me. And and we have uh, joining us here on the Skype, uh, uh, Luke Pettigrew. Luke, you are there? Can we bring Luke in? I am here, guys. How are you? All right, there we are. Luke, thanks for joining us here today on Romberg and Cord. So, well, thanks for coming in, Tony. We appreciate it. Uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, I, you know, both Brett and I were really eager for this show to occur um, and get to meet you and and learn more about what had occurred and and sort of what has happened since all of that. Right. Um, but but to start it out, um, it's been now what two years since you've been out of prison? No, it's been longer than that. Longer than that? Okay. Yeah, it's been um, wow. I think it's been like. Four years, five years, almost five years. Okay. Um, and then uh, I, after I left prison, I had three years probation, and that's been over for over a year. Um, and that's really where my freedom started. So now you could drink again. Now, well, I was able. I was always able to drink. <laughs> really? During not during prison, not during prison. Right. Right after. Right after I was released, I was able to drink. But um, it, and it's 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 amazing. Because even when you're released from prison, at least this was my experience, um, you still don't feel part of the society, if you will. You know, uh, and, and, you know, while you're on probation. So that was a big monkey off my back when when I was off probation. Although my probation office was very nice to me, very nice. You know, um, so but uh, so I had a good experience with them. But nonetheless. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've experienced freedom now for about a year and a half, and I'm blessed and I'm grateful. What 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 is so? Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing since you the whole since since your time out of jail, and so what are you doing professionally now? Are you still in the medical field? Well, no, I, you know I like to say I'm in the technology field. Okay, it's a lot safer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well we'll go with technology, but. Um, so, you know, when, when I, when I was in prison, I had a lot of time to think, you know, and, uh, I saw, and, and, you know, what I did wrong, what I, what, what I did right and so on and so forth. And, uh, I knew that when I left prison, um, I was going to have, especially during probation, I was going to have a lot of parameters, uh, and limitations in what I can do in, in my chosen profession. And the only thing I know in, in life, cause I've been doing this for many, many years. And so, um, so I came up with a way that physicians, uh, other scientists, other physicians, other, you know, sports, uh, sports medicine, uh, uh, guys can actually benefit from my experience, from the science and for, uh, from the application of these protocols. So I got together with some techie guys because I, I only know how to turn on and turn off a computer that's about it and um i was able to with the help of of these individuals create a technology platform that uh, powered by artificial intelligence which that's that was about wow factor right um and and share my science my protocols and so on and so forth based on diagnostic individualized diagnostic testing um and that's been a hell of an experience because i i I had to go out and actually raise money for this and it was very difficult that's to raise money this was like the hardest pen can i get a couple bucks excuse me for what (laughs) it was like yeah and it's funny you said that brett because i said okay how am i going to do this do I run away from this thing or do I embrace it? I said, the hell with this. I'm going to embrace this. And, it, and it's the way I did it. Listen, I am who I am. I did what I right. did. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, for, for, for doing it the way I did it. Right. Uh, but I'm here and I'm here to share the good stuff, the knowledge. See, the thing that the fascinates ex- me, 
not to cut you off, but the thing that fascinates me is I'm in the sports industry as well. I'm or former anyway. And I hear your name and I immediately associate major league baseball number one. And I think steroids number two and sitting down with you today. And I think it's extremely important that everybody takes this into account. You're not a steroid guy. Like when you told me that you absolutely oppose the steroid right. industry and it's more about modern day medicine thinking in terms of not necessarily like manipulating for the bad, but also for the good about the natural human hormones that you have within you, whether that's through peptide therapy, it's ultimately like changing the game of medicine and, and almost going against the grain of the archaic mindset of encyclopedia medicine, which I find today, and especially dealing with after this whole pandemic of COVID and finding out, you know, pharmaceutical industries that are benefiting like crazy from just crazy meds. And then now you're dealing with the natural almost way of healing yourself, whether that's through vitamin D or peptide therapies or microdosing or just finding ways to uh, even ketamine therapy for that matter. I know a couple of people Absolutely. that are into that as well. Yeah. Um, how, how difficult is that? Well, obviously you were way ahead of your time, but how difficult has that been when you were talking about fundraising money yeah. to go ahead and explain that to like the layman's terms, old physician mind? Yeah, it, it was very difficult, but, but I, but I expected it. So, um, you know, mentally and emotionally, I was prepared. I was prepared, um, you know, to to have patience with, with with these potential investors, and explain to them exactly what I did, not what the media portrayed uh, me to do. Like you said, you 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 know, yeah, you think I, Tony Bosch. It's like ignorance. Eh, eh, yeah, right. Mob steroid guy. Uh, right. You know, criminal guy in a you know in a black. Uh, code in the corner selling it to to children whatever whatever the image uh they they had and i don't blame them i would probably have the same image if if i was on the other end uh you know and shame on the media for that but however like i said I, I embraced that whole that whole thing and i said well this is my my time so it's been a journey uh and i've had patience and and you know i've had to humble myself where uh, you know I, I basically say okay I understand this is what you know about me, but give me two minutes and, and let me show you. Let me show you really what what I'm about. And and you're absolutely right. These guys would have never really come to me if it was just about steroids. They could get steroids anywhere. Right. They've been pumping steroids all the, all their lives. Uh, you know the, uh, the Canseco era. You know, and I like Canseco by the way. <laughs> I like Jose. But 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 that was the era. Let's just pump steroids and and see what. My message to these guys were: No, there's a better way of doing it a safer way of doing it, a healthier way of doing it by manipulating these biochemical pathways with other substances that you may not know about. Let me teach you. Let me educate you. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I do have an anti-aging center or a clinic or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and we can go ahead and, and treat you there. And, and that was that, that that's what I that's basically what I did. And, and it started all with Manny Ramirez first, right? It started with no, Manolo. Manolo. <laughs> that guy was the best. <laughs> but a it's good dude, man. Man, great, great dude. My great actual, dude. I, my my agent is is a baseball agent. So my agent Gene Mato. So I know Manny was a was a was a client of Gene. So yeah, I, I love Manny. Gene. By the way, Gene's an old great friend, dude, man. Gene's an old friend. Um, I wouldn't say it started with Manny. Uh, Manny put me on the map. For for a lack of better, how did how did he find out about? I mean, how did these athletes find out about you? And was that a proper and accurate portrayal of what happened? Where he just kind of knocked on the window, like I want what he's got. Oh, from you mean from Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh -huh. That was perfect. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that was funny. I we 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 walk into his. Uh, you know, we 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 were at his door in his hotel room. Um, and we knocked on the door and he opened the door and he said, hi, I'm Alex. I said, hi, I'm Tony Bosch. He goes, Hey, whatever you gave Manny, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> and then he turns around. He says, would you like some salmon? And there was like, <laughs> I don't know when he played full of salmon. I said, wow, this guy really thinks it's shit. You really he like salmon. He, likes salmon. <laughs> he, he thinks it's nutrition. Seriously. And that was one of the good things that, I, that Alex had, which was he, he, he was, uh, He's, he's militant, very committed. right? He's very oh, militant. militant, militant, militant. Very committed. I think that that was his uh, his biggest uh, you know attribute to. But once the word got out with Manny, uh -huh. then they all started coming to you. Yes, it's a small look. It's a small industry, and um, it's a very hush 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 industry. industry. Like you get you get this all the time, where you know guys see what another guy's doing, and then all of a sudden it's like, and it's the same way when it comes. Not only is it only medicine and performance, it's like 
cars, jewelry, houses. It's a it's a it's a constant competition. It's not left on the diamond. Or but the are, but are they? Field. But are guys trying to keep it sort of like at your level? Are they trying to keep it? you know, under the radar in terms of not letting the other guys know because it gives them a competitive advantage, you think? Kind of, but, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the guy's in the locker next to you, and then he's got they like know a little bag. He's got on. a little shower bag. Right. Like, ah, what do you need the shower bag for? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Got to go happens. to the stall. That's how exactly how, you know, Brad couldn't have said it better. That's how it happens in, in, in the NFL. Look how it happens in, in – in, in, it happens in the field. You know, in, before innings, they're warming up. And you know the center fielder gets close to the left fielder. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, that was a hell of a hit last 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 at bat. Yeah, you got to tell me what you're doing, huh? You got to tell me what you're doing. Come on. And uh, and 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 the word spreads. And then it's it's by referral. You know, it's basically hey, come see a friend of mine. Um. And uh, so yeah, you you can't just go ahead and promote. Hey, I'm here. You know. And but I really brought, and I think they they notice you get. Human beings are not stupid, uh, and and although some of these baseball players are limited in their education, they're you know they're human beings and they're they're, they're smart, at least street smart. You can't fool these guys. I think they saw my passion for really helping them, uh, and the fact that I cared, and I think that that made a big difference. Where where, where does where does the passion where did that start? Oh because I mean, it's not like when you're a little kid, you grew up and said, you know what? I want to, I want to, excuse my language, dope uh, professional athletes. Right. I mean, it's not like you grew up thinking that's Maybe what you were like the, like the medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'm already used to it. Pardon me, but don't pardon me. Uh, well, it's funny. And I don't know how many people know this, but I grew up in a household um, Full of doctors. Yeah, uh, my my father's still practicing. Mm -hmm. he, God bless him. He's eighty three years old. He still has his practice private practice in uh, in Core Gables. Uh, my mom was uh, well. She's still alive, and 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 she she's retired now. But she was a gastroenterologist. Okay. Um, my uncle, my aunt, my cousins, or whatever. So I grew up in that type of household, where, you know, on Sundays you would go to the park. I would go to the hospital. You know, to do. Gotcha. You know, rounds with gotcha. with my dad, and so I, I was around it the, the whole time. And believe it or not, um, you know, my favorite subject at school was was science, and so it's one of those things where you get it. Where math was my worst, right? I couldn't get that, but I understood biology. I understood organic chemistry, which is crazy, and it just came to me. And, and I was a C plus student. I'm not like a you know A plus student here, okay? But it came very easy, and so one thing led to another. And uh, life is funny like that because when I went to medical school in Belize, um, the the uh, the individuals, what one of my colleagues would always talk about this anti aging stuff and about stem cells and genetic coding and genetic uh, engineering and all this stuff, and and I had no choice but to to listen it was my one of my only friends right and it so just so happened let's fast forward this is the guy who 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 basically uh created uh American Academy for anti aging and and it was oh, just wow. one coincidence after another so life is funny like that yeah it, it, you know we plan got laughs uh you know and so I wanted to be an ER doc you know in and out you know <laughs> right three days four days to myself and and uh but I was exposed to functional medicine. Uh, which is what Brett was saying that that you know if we if we start applying functional medicine theories and concepts, I think medicine would be better. People would be healthier, where the body does a heavy lifting, and and I'm sorry to go off, but you know they tell me what what's the best uh what what what's the best pharmacy right? The best pharmacy is in your body is is amino acid based. Everything is amino acid based, and so. If you could trigger those amino acids and if you could hack them to basically optimize all these biochemical pathways that you have, then, uh, wow, you know, medicine, you know, you know, medicine wouldn't, wouldn't control our lives like that because we could take care of ourselves. And yes, once we do that, guess what the best medicine is, is food, right? Yes. But uh, I just wanted to say that because you did, you did, you did mention that, yeah. And and that's what what I tried to. And it wasn't just providing substances or protocols or whatever you want to call it to these athletes. It was yeah. educating them, 
That's another thing because, like, gladly we have another guy on on our line with us, Luke Pettigrew, um, who you know, former Super Bowl guy, New York Giants tackle, offensive lineman like myself, one of the leanest offensive linemen, mind you, uh, that that I've ever been around, and 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 always having conversations with Luke. It was always, it was almost like health, and I would notice every time I was around Luke, he was eating very very healthy, and we would have conversations about all the shit that the NFL would give us, whether it's sheets of anti-inflammatories, like the amount of Celebrex that we used to get in the NFL. Now Celebrex is all over the tube for lawsuits. The amount of like Celebrex and Indocin and all this other anti-inflammatory stuff that they would pump in us or Vicodins or Perks or whatever they would wow. just toss at you. We had conversations about this, Luke. And, and you seemed like the guy that was always a little bit more educated about it. It was almost like you went to Cal Berkeley or something with all of that <laughs> knowledge of medicine, what you got going on. But I'd love for you to like jump in, elaborate, and, and talk a lot more of even what we were talking about off air, sure. uh, about what you got going on with, you know, stuff that can alter or help your body produce its natural elements. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's all about optimizing your performance, as you know, the field. And uh, the fallacy with the NFL is they... Uh, they don't regenerate. All they do is mask. So that's they're big on the anti-inflammatories. Obviously, when we played, uh, Toradol shots were the the holy grail. You know, they had a line out the door uh, to get a shot of Toradol before the game, which <clears throat> they've since outlawed. Uh, obviously, Toradol is a very effective medicine, but to go out there and um, you know to, to utilize it as the way that it was utilized for us probably wasn't the best uh, because it mainly run through you can run through all so knowing that and just being health conscious uh, I've always had an interest in health um, I didn't study health in college I went to Notre Dame didn't even have they had you know I studied sociology um, so I didn't get this I didn't really get to delve into uh, that the kinesiology or um, that 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 aspect of things but I've always been a big vitamin guy uh, because, you know, you can't take things in the NFL and, you know, pop, you know, maybe contrary to popular belief, uh, you can't take steroids in the NFL without getting caught. Um, I know that, the, you know, when the clear came out with Barry Bonds and, uh, and Conti and those guys out of uh, Illinois, you know, they had um, they, they were staying one step ahead of things with the, the, um, the testing procedures. So that's one way some guys got around it. You know, some guys use HGH, things like that. Now they now test for HGH. Um, but as Tony was saying, amino acids are the building blocks to, uh, to, to your body. That's what you get from foods. So, you know, while we're drinking, you know, gallons of whey protein just to, you know, get bigger, which uh, yeah. and just ends up, you know, producing more estrogen in your body. Um, there's other ways around it, uh, L-arginine, um, taurine, things like that. Taurine is uh, one of the main components of Red Bull, uh, along with caffeine. Uh, so just kind of the alternative ways of, of optimizing. And then when I got done with, um, with football, obviously, to shed the weight, you know, when you, you, know, you, you bang your head and you get a couple hundred concussions like we've had, uh, throughout our years of uh, college football practices, NFL practices, uh, you being a center, you know, you know, head-to-head -head contact was every play. Um, you know, those, all those head uh, trauma, all that head trauma, lowers your hormone uh, production rates. So you get tested, you have low T, you have, uh, you know, your your IGF one is is off. So then you try and supplement that uh, in a way. Uh, to optimize your health, you know, you go, you know, get your thyroid checked, you get this, uh, and, and that's what, uh, you know, Tony and I really connected with is optimizing, you know, your, your health benefits without and minimizing your health risks because, uh, you know, you can pump all the tests you want in your body. Uh, however, you know, it's not going to necessarily do anything for you except, you know, make you retain some water and, uh, you need the, the free test is what, is actually the active test that that will, will help you. The rest is just is just uh, waste and causes an excess of estrogen. So, you know, there's iodine. You can take iodine to lower estrogen. There's all kinds of different mechanisms around it. Um, you know, along with 
the low T and comes depression, uh, you know, then the, you, know, you get the CTE, you know, you know, the, the claims of CTE, uh, uh, post-concussion syndrome, um, you know, so I've just always been, as you say, I've always stayed on top of things and always, you know, just like you do on the field, you know, you want to make yourself better in every, every aspect of whether it's a pass set, whether it's your hand placement, whether it's your, your snap, whether it's your first step, whether it's your read on the defense, um, you know, you, you translate that, you know, you're a perfectionist. That's, that's the only way you make it in the NFL. And so when you come out of the NFL, you, you continue that. And, uh, you know, you, you obviously, you know, <clears throat> your heart is a, of a major concern. <clears throat> you have sleep apnea is a big thing for us linemen. For a lot of NFL guys, Reggie White died of sleep apnea in his sleep. Um, you, got, you got guys that just kind of, they go bonkers and uh, no one seems to know why. And it's a, it's a, but <clears throat> the reasons why are, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of confusion when you come out of the NFL, you're, you know, you're kind of left adrift in the ocean on a raft and uh, you know, it's what have you done for me lately? And <clears throat> in the, in the terms of a health sense uh, the, the NFL, you know, the, the former players uh, association, things like that, the trust, they're slowly, slowly catching up they just they, all they do is monitor health but even with mainstream medicine they're going to tell you to take a lipitor or something to uh you know something for your cholesterol things like that uh you know but however there's there's better alternatives to to things like uh you know red red yeast rice uh just it's it's just many different angles that you can play if you don't want to just be a sheep um one of the things i have discovered and am uh am a big proponent of is in the stem cell world it it's it's not it's not stem cells but it is exosomes which are uh produced in the amniotic fluid uh from a birth and um so those exosomes they go into your cell and they turn the switch the aging switch from if you have a gas imagine you have a gas tank you're driving down the road your gas tank is lower okay they so those those exosomes go into that gas tank and as you're going they they fill it back up which reverses your age reverses inflammation reverses everything the the, the strain on your your body uh, obviously covid works off of your immunity immune system and uh anybody with a healthy immune system you know even if you get covid um you know you might get some symptoms but it's certainly not gonna. It's not gonna put you down like you would if your immune system was compromised. So just all that kind of stuff. Just always, always trying to uh, stay ahead of the game. And with Tony, 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 and I have a good relationship there. He he understands what you know the message that I've portrayed to him, and and I understand his you know very brilliant. Um, take on combinations of different uh, ways to optimize your health and all starts with your heart because your heart controls your brain and you know you know the heart health the beets everything like that hemp seed all the, the healthy fats you know you talked about salmon earlier salmon's got a great name but you know the, the healthiest fats that you can eat are hemp seed and, and algae oil because they have the uh, mono unsaturated and um polyunsaturated fats in the highest concentrations so you know there's you know it's just the list can go on and on and on but um another thing i've gotten into is um is e-water which is it's uh electrolyzed water right. essentially essentially it's um it's ocean water that's purified and that has no residue no corrosive properties and is uh, it's not a chemical, it's a solution. It's green, it's green, um, you know, it's got the green seal. So you can actually drink it. People do drink it for their health benefits, but it's also a surface sanitizer, uh, 50 to 100 times stronger than bleach, kills on contact, every virus known to man. Um, and again, it's it's just one of those, you know, like Tony talked about the technology, you got to stay up with the technology of things. And, and this is kind of the tech, technology side of, of health, just 
staying ahead of the game. Well, Luke, it sounds like you uh, you that Notre Dame education has Jesus, come in handy. Man. I mean, my gosh. I got to go back to school after listening to this. <laughs> I know. I got to get my head in a book right now. That's unbelievable. You're not kidding. How do you, do you, um, Tony, do you, are you still working with a lot of either ex athletes or current professional athletes? No, no current. No current. All, all, all retired athletes. And it sounds to me like, you know, based on what Luke said, and I know talking to you, Brad, you know, these guys after they play, Luke just mentions, you know, all of the anti-inflammatories they were giving them and all the shots they were giving you. I mean, it sounds like you got a lot more, maybe even more to worry about after you oh, play yeah. Yeah, than, uh, than during the during those years. I'll, I'll never forget. Probably I, a great market for you. I have to rehash once in a while the, the elixirs and the cocktails because before they did the last CBA, I thought I was done, and then I went back for the new CBA. And when I went back to go get my regular concoctions that I would get pregame and halfway through the game, and then your 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 after postgame concoctions, now doctor would be like, "No, no, you got to come here." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I can't just put stuff in your locker anymore. You would have one with a white piece of tape around it for the pregame, one without right. the tape around it, and that was like, if you'd elected to not get the shot, the tortol shot, you could get it pill form now. So obviously it'll tear apart your insides. Right. Of course. So uh, you either going to play on on NFL Sunday with a red dot on your ass cheek because you got a blood spot. Which if people go back and look at footage, <laughs> it's all there. All, it, it's all guys got all like red spots. It looks like a bingo dabber. Just somebody went by with a bingo dabber. Really? Your ass cheek. I never yeah. noticed that because you just literally Luke talked about it. Yeah. There's a lineup out the training room. Right. And sometimes you're not going to be able to get it within your pregame routine, which athletes, you know, we're kind of cuckoo when it comes to our pregame rituals. So if you're not in your slotted time, you miss it. And then you freak out, you run outside, then you got to run back in. And then if something gets messed up, now you're paranoid and now your game goes to shit. You know what I mean? You have you have a lot of different things going on that you have a pregame regimen. So if your pills aren't there, you're losing your mind about your pills. Uh the no pain thing. Like I told you about the one I when I snapped my ankle in Seattle, it was Toward all pregame, two Vicodin, two energy drinks, and uh, a pain aid. And then after I hurt my ankle, then it went back, and I took that same concoction again, another Toward all, a couple Vicodin. And then on the flight home, that was like a whole different story. That was multiple Vicodins on the way home. And it got to the point where I, I was literally walking around the locker room at 3.30 in the morning saying, no, I'll be able to practice tomorrow. I'll be able to practice tomorrow. And the next day I woke <laughs> up and it felt like I had my foot amputated. It was just one of those things where that's how bad you get doped up in order for you to perform. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy to me. That was one of my motivation. You know, can I, can I give these guys a different option, you know, a healthier option? Uh, and it shouldn't have been my responsibility. It should have been the responsibility of the league. No, but they don't, they, do you think they really care the yeah. league? They could give a rat's ass. They don't, they don't they don't care at all. Like I said, they use the players and, and then it's over. You know, the, the league is there for one reason to make money. End the story. You know, uh, I remember when, when I was hanging out with the MLB guys, you know, the executives. It's like, hey, we did $14 billion last year. We got to hit $16 billion this year. They they they, they could care less uh uh, how they do it, uh, you know, and and uh, not not how they do it, but who 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 gets run over along the way, and and who's going to get run over? Their 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 main asset. Who's the main asset? The athlete. The recycling bin of players that will always be revolved. Absolutely. Through. There's always yeah. going to be. And there's always going to be the next guy up. There's always going to be the next guy up. And I think I did a I, I think I did a good job uh, educating and 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 giving them options. Matter of fact, one of my, one of the motivations now, and I'm going to do it for fun. I'm not going to do it for money. So as a hobby, <laughs> listen, you have Usada as an example, all right? Uh, and you have a great guy there, uh, Travis Tiger, the head of Usada. But I think his hands are tied. But Usada tells you, just like all the other, like Wada and all, okay, you can't do this, you can't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, and those and are then, the governing bodies of, of the league. Of the league, league right, right, right. And the, the leagues don't know what the hell they're doing. So they follow Usada or Wada, whatever, right. you know. And, uh, but they don't tell you what you can do. That's where they fall short. I see. Yeah, you understand? Look, perfect example. You and that's where you came in? That's where basically I came in. That's where I still passionately come in. And I fight with them all the time. I said, what do you mean you can't give them vitamin D? Uh, you, you could, but they don't want you to inject vitamin D. But that's the best form of absorption in this case, right? Yes. And guess what? Vitamin D will increase your own natural testosterone by 20, 30%. Now you have 
an athlete that could probably recover 20 to 30% better after, you know, after they play there, you know, on Sunday or, when, or whenever it is, right? Yeah. And the truth of the matter is that these young guys don't need anything. It's like a Red Ferrari coming out of a shop. You know, they got the skill, they got the talent or whatever. This just helps in the recovery. That's what people don't understand. Oh, no, he's cheating. What do you mean he's cheating? No, you're helping him recover. The guy's already a great athlete. That's why he's there. No, but he hit 10 more home runs. You know why he hit 10 more home runs? Because he woke up the next morning yep. and was able to do it again, what he naturally knows how to do. But you got these guys that they beat him up. They're on a plane. Uh, uh, they're 160 games and 80 play rights. <laughs> you well, know? you know what? Listen, you just said he's cheating. They're yeah. cheating. Baseball has a history of cheating. Look at the Houston Astros just a couple of years ago. I mean, Absolutely. for God's that, sakes. That one was good. That was creative. Yeah. I, like that one. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, listen, <laughs> what about the spitball, right? The, the spitball, spitball, right. Come on. Right. The Vaseline. And the, and yes. The it's a history of cheating the game. It, yeah. It's, you're, you're absolutely right. But uh, it's not cheating. I don't think it is cheating. And that, that's another thing. They got pissed off at me. Uh, where was it when they when they did the sixty minute interview, right? And uh, and they asked me, uh, "No, come on, you're helping people cheat." I said, "It's not cheating if everybody's doing it." They didn't like no, that. It's, <laughs> it's 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 the truth. Well, it's like an so, open book test. And there was there was there was also a slogan that uh, that I've heard once I became professional. Was, <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, that's right. That's what I've heard. Why, what, wasn't that a, 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 a famous? Coach, I think, right? That, that's yeah, that, it came yeah. from a coach. Yeah, I said, You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And that's Did another thing. Like, Luke, Luke was a spot on when it comes to the steroids in the NFL. I never knew, I knew one person in college at the University of Miami. Steroid, steroid era was before my time. So I literally knew one person that when they would go home during the summer would do like a cycle of, of, of Winstrol or, or Decker right. or something like that, whatever. I don't even know which one. And then they would come back. But at the professional level, it's impossible. Like it's impossible. It's impossible to take steroids and, and not fail a drug test. Listen, there's nobody that could be a steroid drug test. It's impossible. You know, they were looking for steroids, but yet these guys were at least at least during the biogenesis years, these guys were basically taking peptides. And and, and, and they weren't testing for that. And they weren't testing for that. You okay. Know? Um, and the peptides were just really for more recovery than for enhancing your game. It's all about recovery. It's like, it's like, putting, it's okay. like putting NOS in a race car. Gotcha. 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 You know, it's a turbocharge. You know, I got a question th about that 60-minute interview because I watched that. Uh-huh. And I wondered when it's I... About Pelly. Yes. <laughs> and I wondered when I watched it why you even did that interview. I wasn't quite sure. What was your motivation for that? Okay. So there's a backstory. There, is, there was no motivation. The motivation was saving my ass at that time. Okay. And... That was part of the deal with Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is in bed with 60 minutes, if you did not know. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> now I got, I got, you know, that, that's one for you guys. So basically, when uh, when my attorneys uh, w were negotiating with Major League Baseball, it's like, okay, but he has to do this, this, and this for us. And one of the this. Was do that 60-minute interview? You have to do the 60-minute. I was opposed to So that, that was required by Major League Baseball? Required you had to go on the publicity tour. Yeah, you had to go on the publicity tour. Absolutely. Oh. And, of course, you know, and, and it's funny because, uh, you know, Good Morning America also had approached, and they were going to take a, a, a much more subtle approach, much more, you know, uh, with Matt Lauer. And, and and I met with Matt, and, and, and it was great. Great guy, you know. And he understood it because he loves baseball. And he understood what was going on. He understood that, yeah, okay, this happened. I got caught, and, you know, we, we have to tell America something, right? So, but with 60 Minutes, it was a whole different angle. It, it was, you know, they, they, they just wanted to over-dramatize the whole thing. But it was obligated. I was obligated to do that. And even with that, my attorneys uh, prior to that interview, all right, uh, looked at all the questions. And he went off a little bit. Uh, but every time he would go, he, he would be off. This is the director saying cut. My attorney said cut. 
<laughs> oh, so you had your turner on. Oh, oh, turning on yeah, uh, Peely wasn't happy. Trust me, he was not happy. <laughs> Badgering the witness. He was, he was, the witness. Scott Peely was not happy with that interview. He was pissed. Really? I'll tell you a funny story. And I, I don't think it, it, it ever made, uh, I don't think it was in Screwball, but so he was already pissed. I said that, you know, and, and you know, I was going through this whole thing and everybody's pissing me off, right? Uh, so he would go and he would uh, say, cut, cut, cut. And he would bring in the makeup girls, right? He says, you know, you got to touch me up, touch me up, touch me up. And, you know, I saw this a couple of times. I said, no, all right, let me see. Let me see how I can piss him off. So he's, in, <laughs> so he's interviewing me. He asked me a question. I said, what's that? Cut. Uh, young lady, come over here. I got, can you touch me up? That's funny. <laughs> and this went on. And he got furious. And he said, I can't go on like this. I said, perfect. I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> you know, but, but uh, no special treatment from 60 Minutes. They did. So because it was oh, like, there was, there was special treatment. There, really? there was a makeshift dressing room because we did it off their property okay right and there was a nice bottle of i think it was 21 years of glenn levitt you know and a nice eight ball on a on a <laughs> oh so they prepped you <laughs> oh for 60 I, minutes story, i swear to god yeah really i don't know how it got there but it was good so <laughs> oh my god breakfast. what are the chances yeah i think my attorneys enjoyed it more than i did <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Maybe they were just getting you primed. They were trying to get oh you primed God. up. Oh, yeah. They yeah. wanted you to have motor mouth for sure. Pro pro probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you didn't really look yacked up or anything. I wasn't. I was fine. Yeah. When it comes to those things, I, you know, I got, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> so, but, but it's so funny because that, that story, you know, got out. So now, the, you know, my driver at that time and everybody else around me, hey, can we go to the interviews with him? Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. If we every interview, there's going to be party supplies. And what, what is it? What is it? What are the regrets? I mean, throughout all this process, you went into the business, you know, to, to, you know, for good reasons, you know, you're passionate about what you were doing clearly. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So, so, but what, what regrets do you have through all that? Is it the young kids? Is that some of the young kids you treated or what, what, what would you, what would you think? What would you say your regrets? But did were? you approach the young kids the same way that you approach the professional athletes no. in terms of like, cause we all know here and, and I know from, from being in the business and hearing parents thinking that, you know, every one of their kids is going to be the next professional athlete, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, you got a five foot four Cuban kid. He might be hindered, you know, just genetically predisposed to not being a professional athlete. You, you know what I mean? But yet you got mom and dad, you know, you got mom and dad kind of like jacking them up. You got mom and dad jacking them up at home. Yeah, so how hard is it or how difficult is it to tell a parent, look, I, I, I strongly disagree with your approach. And uh, if you want, I could help him, but I could help him naturally finding whether it's supplement diet uh peptide therapies whatever it could be not necessarily like messing with a kid's hormonal balance right. like how do you how do you deal with a parent that is just so overzealous in that athletic world well you know back then uh today i i actually tell them it's funny you say that right because today i sell they, they go hey do you have any advice because i still get approached all the Poor time man. you know and uh and, and believe it or not i still get calls from agents and i get called. it's crazy I, i'm retired However, <laughs> off the record, <laughs> off the record, if it was me, this right. is what I would do. <laughs> but it's funny. Uh, today, I tell I tell parents, give them give them a triamino, give them L-arginine, ornithine, citrulline, citrulline for muscle building, arginine and ornithine for you know insulin growth factor. Uh, uh, so you can increase the IGF naturally. So there's more growth hormone. There's more bone density. Maybe you could naturally increase this height, right? Because you're right, it's all about the look. Yeah. Uh, forget about the talent. South Florida's full of talent. It's Believe the look. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know, arginine for nitric oxide. You know, stamina and and all that other stuff. So I do, and and that's part of my passion. I want to educate. Listen, there's a legitimate legal way of doing this within the confines and and parameters that USADA gives. And, um, and that's, that's one of my, you know, one of my missions now, but however, back then, the majority of these parents that came to me, it was because the parents were juicing the kids of course. already or the coach oh, yeah. or the trainer. Oh yeah. And they said, shit, 
two draft is coming. I know he's drafted. Wink, wink. He already had been drafted, by the way. But wink, wink. Okay. Yep. And we got to clean the kid up. Yep. And that's why they were that that's the main reason they were coming to me. I, I I think that's how a lot of phone calls start out is okay, how do I avoid testing positive for this? That, that's that's it. Yeah. That's it. And it's crazy. It's crazy. The 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 the, the culture is already out there. I mean, the parents, it's like you say, Brett, they, they just they drive the kids crazy. And one of the things I would say to, or one of the things I would ask uh the kid in front of the parent, I go, Are you good? Are you are you good enough? Because we're not good enough, yeah. you know, this ain't going to work. Yeah, well, what's the point? <laughs> you know, and so, uh, but yeah, overzealous, overzealous uh, uh, parents. And so what does the, the best? And, but you're right. Five, four, you got to cut it. What, 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 what percentage of the kids that were coming in were already doped up? A big percentage? All of them. Really? 100%. So, it's not like if I had 100 high school kids. Right. But the dozen or so. We're all, they were just looking to they get masked. Up. They, they were, were looking. just doing it wrong. You know, the kid was, was, was on HEH, let's say for five, for whatever, two years, and the kid grew half an inch, you know? And so that's where I came in, let's say. Or the kid was on Anavar, provider and all this stuff, and June draft is coming up. We have to make sure he's clean. And that's where I came in. You follow? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen, I have a, I have a, sort of a mindset that I don't understand why they outlawed it all. I really don't care if Major League Baseball players are juiced or not. I mean, as I said well, it before. Fun. It was fun, right? <laughs> yeah. It was fun to watch, right? When when they're hitting 70 when home McGuire runs. Wire and Sosa were going back and forth with that race. That was the that was the elite time of baseball. Elite. What yeah, and, and, and Major League Baseball knew what was going on. Of course they knew what was going on. Bro, when their forearms were bigger than their bats, that's when you knew something was going on. And their heads are growing, right? <laughs> Everybody knew what was going on, you know, but you know, there, there was an unwritten policy. It's like, don't get caught. Mm -hmm. How unscrupulous, how unscrupulous was major league baseball throughout this process with you? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they came to Without you, you getting in trouble, right? I mean, they were, they were pretty unscrupulous throughout this whole process. Let's Manfred. Just, yeah. Let's just call, let's just say that they were very aggressive. And, 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 you know, in, in pursuing what they wanted to get. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, I mean, some people say very unscrupulous, you know, and, and uh, you know, some people say business as usual. Imagine the product line. Just think about it. Just think about that investment as an owner, as a GM, as <laughs> scouts, as staff. And all of a sudden you, you watch your revenue fall off of a Love cliff it. after the know, game was dying. Yeah. No. Quite. And obviously they're poking fun at how, like, how slow the game is and all those other no, brother. They're looking at. They want guys to put balls in the stands and absolutely. Out That's why people go to games. That's it. And you know, if you look at baseball today, I think I think they've done more damage to the game than than, than good. All these new things. The, the game is. I love baseball, and I get bored. Yeah. After so many. Yeah, me too. Know, hours watching this. Thing. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Are you surprised that that a Rod? has rebounded the way he has after all this. I mean, I thought he looked terrific throughout the whole process. He, yes, he did. He did. Look, absolutely. I agree with you. He looked horrendous. Horrendous. By his own doing. Just like a, a just like a guy that just would not stop lying. Right. Lie after lie after lie after lie. And now today he's sort of a shark tank. He's he's everywhere. Am I surprised? Not really. Um, look, you know, I think America loves a comeback story. Good yeah, comeback story. you're right. So the, the stage is there for him. And I think that this time he surrounded himself with the right people that guided him through that. And he has the resources to do that. You right. know, he could hire the best PR, the best this, the best that. And so, and he's, and I think the, the one thing to his credit is he listened to them for the first time. You know, he listened to somebody. He doesn't like to. He humbled himself. He humbled himself. He humbled himself. Yeah. I, yes, I think we all did it. This whole, uh, myself included, <laughs> we we all humbled ourselves, and I think he listened to the right to the right people, the people that knew it, and, and and I applaud him. Good, good for him. I, I don't I don't dislike him whatsoever. You know how about how about Tony Bosch after all this? He I, I like Tony. Bosch. How about Tony I Bosch? Love Tony. Bosch. <laughs> but, 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 or is Tony Bosch? And I hope so. Is Tony Bosch clean? Are you on the sort of straight and narrow? Because it was a tough time for you, Tony. A very tough time. Yes, Tony Bosch is, you know, every every day is a struggle. Every day is, uh, you know, it, it's a it's a new beginning for me. But uh, 
Yeah, I've changed tremendously. You know, uh, so you know somebody <laughs> somebody asked me the other day, uh, and I don't know why I said it. They said, "Hey, what's the difference between before and after prison?" I said, "Well, I thought about it for a second. I said, let me let me get this guy out of my way real quick." So, well, let me see. Before prison, I was an arrogant prick. Now I'm just a prick. <laughs> I've humbled myself. <laughs> so now, listen. I spent my time uh, with with my children, especially which which I didn't do that before. You know, uh, I like uh, I like helping other people uh, succeed in whatever whatever they're doing, right? So, and I'm very proud of the technology company I've built so far, and I've brought in some good people. You know, and and, and trying to you know, further their career, I was lucky enough to to attract investors, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, and I'm very proud of that because in the beginning it was like friends and family right. that liked me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then it was an angel investor here and there that I might have had an impact on his life. Uh, and then, you know, I was able to get the first hedge fund to back me up. Oh, cool. Nice. Which is pretty Good cool. for you. Yeah. Good for Which you. Pretty cool. And I understand I have a target this big. I understand I'm on the microscope. So every move I make is deliberate and, and legitimate. And, and legitimate. Yeah. And I'm very careful on, but but generally careful. Not, you know, uh not in any way like, you know, let me let me let me be this fake person so I can get this. Because this is a journey for me, you know, and, and I'm still developing as, as 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 a human being. And hopefully at the end I'm a better human being. Uh, and if along the way I could help athletes, I do have a you know passion for their health, their recovery for the afterlife. You know, after it's a uh, tough afterlife. It's, it's a tough afterlife, uh, and, and I've seen some ugly things in the afterlife. You know, uh, and I, I was very proud that to say that, uh, and you know, I, I think you remember Bernie Kosar, yeah, good friend of mine, uh, and. You know, he was very kind in 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 helping me uh, through this whole through this whole journey. Bernie Bernie had a couple trip ups to himself. So yeah, right. He's had so, a little bit rough. You know, a lot of, a lot of friends before, the same friends after coming out of prison. No, no, right by my choosing. Good for you. Good for <laughs> I'm you. I'm very selective. I'm very I'm, look. I'm, I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> I'm very nice, but I'm very selective about who I hang out with. Do you think? Do you think that the medical field, in terms of the NFL medical field, because you had a lot of involvement with the MLB, yeah. but like people like like Sills uh -huh. out of Duke, the guy that basically heads up the NFL's medical right. plans, would would they be able to embrace you in terms of your post NFL? Because of all the lawsuits and the legalities that you know the NFL yeah. is going through, and the amount of money that they've had to set aside and give to the former players, yeah. Is there like a possible window of opportunity for you to go ahead and sit in there and talk about the natural supplements that like guys can really help themselves up? Because I know there's a what's the one um, what's the one workout facility that they give us uh, opportunity to go ahead and tend here? There's one here at the Wellness Center in the Gables. Uh, next level, it's like really really good. Like uh, I can't remember what the workout facility is, and then they give us like you know virtual diets. They actually just partnered up with Weight Watchers yeah. to try to give it to us. But I feel like all of these things that you're mentioning go so much further and beyond that can help long-term oh, for NFL football players. So, you know, it's funny because currently right now, all these guys are approaching me, you know, like uh, uh, I, I have physicians, I have functional med medicine doctors, I have uh, guys like that, that that would approach me and say, hey, you know, come here and, and let's do something or, or teach me or, or help me here. What do you think about this? And uh, so I don't have any – I, I don't see any resistance from there, but there's always the same thing at the end. But shh, right. don't say that you know you're helping me. Well, just because <laughs> it's your because it's your name and it's my name, and I get it. And so that's that journey. That's that journey. I, I hope one day that'll change. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, but at the end, you know, I have to live with myself, and I know that I'm you know I'm doing things the right way and I'm helping other people. And who cares? If I have to, you know, be behind the scenes or front, that's not, it's not about that. My only audience, see, Alex's audience might be the whole world. My only audience are my children. As long as I'm good with them and they can see that, I'm, I'm good. Um, you seem like you're in a very, very good place right now. Yeah, I, thank you. I, I believe I am. 
Uh, but like I said, every every day is a struggle. Every day is a journey. Every day there's there's a, is a new beginning, new opportunities, and new challenges. <laughs> and new well, and, and you know, Brett, you you really, I mean, it's a great point. You know, why is the NFL not listening to maybe guys like this about the athletes after they they've you know taken the the well, cleats off? You hit the nail on the head. It's about what have you done for me lately? Yeah. They, if they can float a couple billion dollars to some kind of like annuity fund that they can go ahead and just keep these guys quiet then whatever it is what it is. But when you got guys like me that have like the widow maker a year after he retires, or you speak a lot about heart health and emotional distress and that depression that guys get right. all the time, a lot of it is that chemical imbalance, the concussions, the drugs, the pills, the way that your body functions now, the, the, the numbness to pain, the, the lack of attention, whatever it might be that guys are going to go crazy hormonally. And I feel like just finding plans and like little, they used to give us little packets all the time. Why can't it be good packets of, of arginine and carnitine? Right, right. Like really like amino acids and all those vitamin Ds and all that little packet just and a former NFL player. Here you go. Every day, here's your little vitamin packet, courtesy of Bosch and, right. and his crew. Boom. There you go. Why can't that happen? If it's really gonna make guys better, better husbands, better wives, I mean, better brothers, better fathers, you know, if that's better gonna make them better, yes. More focus. Look, without 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 mentioning names, obviously. Um, you know, I've had I've had good outcomes with former NFL players as far as cognitive health. And I've used like and Luke, Luke Luke mentioned it. You know, we we've used exosomes. We've used uh coenzyme by the name of NAD, uh, by, 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 by by the acronym of it's called NAD, NAD, nicotinamide, but um uh, ketamine, you know, mm -hmm. glutathione. There there are so many that we, you know, so many protocols, so many substances that we were able to use. And when I say uh, we, it's like it's a collaboration between these neurologists that that actually pay attention to me, right? <laughs> and and and, and uh, you know, psychiatrists and 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 physicians that are involved with the NFL. So much so that these players have come to me and they've confessed and said, listen, this is too good. There's a lawsuit on the table here. I might not qualify. <laughs> right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, and and uh, so, listen, when I'm ready, I'm going to get back on the protocol because this is this is too good. And I, now that I mentioned Bernie, you know, Bernie had had uh, on his Cleveland radio show, he, he actually had a segment that said, you know, Tony Bosch had a great impact on my life and you know I, I guess he credits me with not 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 healing him completely but starting that that journey to healing that now he uh you know that he pursues holistically if you will well i mean listen there's a lot of good you can do i hope that 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 you all are you will be friends of our show Absolutely. because we'd love to have you back here anytime you want uh, it's your you. you're a compelling character, I must Shit, say. Hell, I, I hope I got a box like instead of the Gilberts uh, croissant. <laughs> I hope I got a box of Tony Bosch packets. <laughs> you know, but you bring up a great point. You can't say no to a guy who walks I in with a bunch of great croissants from Gilberts. How do you? That's I how I get into places. <laughs> Well, Tony Bosch, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to go two parts today. We've got uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, and Luke, Luke Pettigrew, thanks so much for joining us. We have uh, Miami Super Bowl host committee and uh, head of the Florida Wildlife Commission, Rodney Barreto, joining us in part two of Romberg and Corge here at Miami Community Newspapers. Hey, again, Tony, Luke, thanks Thank so much for joining us Thank you today much. on Romberg and Corge. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one.